Okay, Blake, I've been working on some jingles for our new website launch. So I've got churchy, churchy, church, church dear. Toby, what have I told you about singing on the podcast? It doesn't work. But you know what is working? Our new website. You can actually get it to load on your phone. You can actually buy a new piece of gear without your phone bursting into flames. Well, what if I spelled it out like C-H-U-R-C-G-E-R? Toby, Toby, stop. That is not working. But you know what is working? The search bar on our website. You can actually search speakers and speakers will appear. No joke, that didn't always work. Okay, what if I just did something like go to churchgear.com? Uh, you know what? That one works. Blake, do you want me to tell you a story? Toby, story time is my favorite time. Welcome to the Church Gear Podcast, where we pull the tech director out of the booth and onto the stage to share the most outlandish stories and hidden wisdom from the tech trenches. And now, here are your hosts. I'm your co-host, Blake Hodges, the sweatpant man, marketing monster, and now podcast organizer. And I'm here with my co-host, the gear pricing prize fighter, the sultan of sarcasm, and owner of church gear, Toby Walters. Who was writing this copy? You know, a brilliant person. I think it must have been uh, Brian or you. I mean, accolades aside, uh, you might not lose your job on this very opening intro episode of the Church Gear Podcast. Not losing my job is what my wife says uh, before I walk out the door each day, so that's great. I mean, somebody's got to bring home the bacon. I know. Well, she brings home the bacon, but I get a lettuce leaf every now and then. So I'm sure our listening audience is like, what the heck is Church Gear? And um, I I was triggered with a memory that I feel like it was the moment that the light bulb went off for who we are and what we do. Uh, it was many years back, I was interviewing with a church in California to be a worship pastor, and they gave me a tour of their sanctuary as I was um, in this interview process, and they talked about their sound system. And I mean, I was... I was a worship guy. I knew enough about tech at the time to to understand the basics. And Blake, you you know nothing about tech. I don't. I'm a newbie completely. So I'm hoping that you and our listeners will, you know, learn a little bit on this journey. So they told me about their system and said it was totally like underbuilt for their music, for them going a more modern direction. And so they knew, needed a new system. And they said the the quote they got was $150,000 for a new system. Oh, that's a lot of money. That's like one of your lunches. One of my lunches with 14 tacos, $150,000. There we go. It's all tacos all day. It's actually really funny because somehow he finds like immaculate lunches for $5. Continue. So this church did not have a $150,000 budget. They're more in the $30,000 range. So I'm thinking to myself, $150,000. And this was, you know, Back in the day when supply chain issues weren't a thing, like you could get, there weren't even chips and a lot of the things they were using. Yeah, there's no excuse for this price. It's just, this is the monster of a price. So the church just kind of shrugged their shoulders and said, we don't really know what to do because we can't afford it. And I, you know, I pocketed that information and we went on with the interview where they're giving me a, a tour of the church and it was an older church building. So of course they have a basement. I mean, what can you not find in a church basement? VBS materials, all the old ch- uh, church equipment that's been used, and probably some of the pastor's books that didn't sell. But don't tell them. So in this church basement, there was a collection of, at first, what I thought were suitcases. They look like vintage suitcases. Where do you think the, min- the missionaries put all their stuff, man? 
I mean, it must have been that. But I asked them, what are these suitcases? And they said, oh, those are our handbells. And I said, well, when was the last time you used handbells? And they said, honestly, we're not sure. None of us were here the last time the church used handbells. And I, I said, like, well, I wonder if the handbells are worth anything. Have you ever thought of selling them? And they, they really hadn't. And they're like, do you think they're worth anything? And so we went on the interview. Again, I pocketed that information. I, uh, that night, began doing some research online. And I discovered, yes, in fact, these handbells are worth something. And fast forward, they, they did not hire me. Oh, man. I mean, I really feel like they missed out on an opportunity as I'm delightful, Blake. Oh, yeah. I mean, this was this was the worst move of their life, but the best one of mine, because otherwise, who knows where you're at? I ain't got no job at this point. So a couple months later, their, their new hire, they do hire another worship pastor. He calls me up and says, hey, so we got these handbells. <laughs> I'm thinking he's trying to pawn them off on you. I'm thinking, uh, yes, you do. I remember these handbells. And he says, what do you think these things are worth? And I said, well, you know, doing a little research, I, I think they're worth thousands of dollars. And so I, I asked the pastor a few months later, we still we maintained a friendship. And I asked him and he said, yeah, we sold them for $9,000. Oh my gosh. So there was treasure sitting in their basement and they, they hadn't used them in 30 years. So they parlayed that $9,000 into a down payment on a system and they were able to buy, you know, a few things used that they could and then change their design completely. They were able to sell more things. And I realized every church in America has that storage space, that closet, that basement, they are shoving the old gear somewhere. And sometimes nobody even knows when the last time it was used. Oh, it's coming out in crevices, closets, storage containers. Hopefully it's not in the dumpster. Cause they're like, well, I guess we're never going to use it. It's, it's everywhere. So as you can tell, we love stories of tech directors, fun and funny moments with churches and live productions. And we really just want to pull that church director out of the booth and put them on stage, put the spotlight on them. Let's get these stories out and let's all just have a good 30 to 45 minutes laughing about these just fun and funny things that happen. Yeah, if you were leaving a show, concert, you just got done mixing it, and you're like, man, I'm tired. I'm going out with the crew to hang out. And you're just talking about all the madness that happened during the show. When that fader popped right off, when that mixing card shot out of the ejector, when the amp blew like R2-D2 getting shot with a laser. You are using the worst like representation of technology possible. I don't know. I just hear these stories where... Things go wrong in the shows, and I've decided that tech directors are basically magicians at the way they fix things on the fly. They are like the smartest people ever. So I'm hoping things don't go wrong with this show. So apparently I'm supposed to be the expert. I mean, I'm an expert at not getting jobs at churches. (laughs) That's true, but you are also a former worship pastor. You've been flipping gear for 18 years. Yes, I, I did learn something from that situation in the church and learned that, yeah, you can buy and sell gear. That's a thing. Well, and it's, it's a, it, you're a treasure hunter, man. You see value in everything. And it's a, a thing I've picked up where I, you know, you think, oh, I can't, I can't really use that or no one's going to care about that. I flipped a couple of my couches after learning how you flipped gears. It's, it's got value in churches. They've got gear with value, but who has the time to sell all that? They I, don't have time. I'm basically the Indiana Jones of the tech industry. Ooh, I don't want to give him that, but in a, yeah, I mean, you are the treasure hunter finding the gear. 
Yeah, I guess I'll give it to you. And and Blake, if I am Indiana Jones, I think that would make you short round the cute little sidekick that doesn't really know anything, but gets himself into sort of, you know, hapless situations. Oh, yeah. Well, where's the comedy going to come on the adventure? You need something to laugh at while you're working. So I am a f- first full-time hire here, the brand defender, the marketing guy who knows nothing about tech, but I really do enjoy learning along the way. And you also know nothing about pop culture. Well, let's... That can be debated. I am a movie critic, but apparently anything that came after 2014 doesn't matter. It's and just before. Have you seen any Indiana Jones films? I have not. Oh, my gosh. Me, and for our audience, this is not some stick like really Blake does not know pop culture. Now, I did uh, not have time to watch Indiana Jones because you made me watch all 10 seasons of The Office. And you're welcome for that. And, and I actually really did love it. It was great. Um, but there's, there's not a lot of watch time uh, left when you're doing all of those seasons. So we hope you'll join us along the way for some fun, insane stories for some live mixing mishaps that go awry and suddenly you're having to do some duct tape on a mixing board so the, you know, whether it be the pastor or the pop artist on the stage doesn't blow their lid and the the concert or the service go awry. Because um, there's a lot of them out there, those stories. And being in Nashville, we just have a lot of friends that we can we can pull in on this podcast and boy, do we have some stories with some names attached to them. For those of you that like you know, some of this insider information on these major events. Yeah, we're not making sausage here, but we are making live sound. And we've got the the deets on how some of this has gone and how some of it didn't go because it didn't work. I, I will say the amount of times that people just figure stuff out on the fly is inspiring. And I hope you'll be inspired as well. And the amount of times that you are going to get fired on this podcast will be shocking. The over under for it is set at 522 for our first year in 2022. All right, so that sounds kind of cool. I'm a little interested now. Toby, what should I do? I mean, now that Netflix has raised their prices, I think people should find a subscription that is free. I know, and Hulu raised their price on me. I have to pay for ESPN Plus to see Brady's documentary. I'm running out of money. I need a free subscription. I think they should start with the Church Gear podcast. Why not? I mean, all these great stories, all the great deets. Why wouldn't you subscribe? Hit that button. Click that bell. Whatever's on your podcast app. If you've survived Sunday, hey, congratulations. Now hang out with us for a little tech breather. Thanks for listening. And hey, congratulations on surviving Sunday. If you happen to make it through next Sunday as well, join us again for your weekly tech breather. Okay, Blake, I've been working on some jingles for our new website launch. So I've got churchy, churchy, church, church gear. Toby, what have I told you about singing on the podcast? It doesn't work. But you know what is working? Our new website. You can actually get it to load on your phone. You can actually buy a new piece of gear without your phone bursting into flames. Well, what if I spelled it out like C-H-U-R-C-G-E-R? Toby, Toby, stop. That is not working. But you know what is working? The search bar on our website. You can actually search speakers and speakers will appear. No joke, that didn't always work. Okay, what if I just did something like go to churchgear.com? Uh, you know what? That one works.